Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to the Pemberley Podcast. This week, we thought we would treat you guys to, instead of a boring episode of just kidding we're so exciting we wanted to do costume theater again and we took advantage of the fact that we had jay bushman in our midst and created our own game show jillian and i both decided to come up with our own questions and had different interpretations of what a pride and prejudice quiz should be and so and hopefully for future guests maybe this will be something we can do with them as well i like it. and hopefully what i think is most important we all learn something. Exactly. Because this is educational. Yeah. And you listening at home can also participate along and tell us what questions you got wrong or right. And you can also win a tweet on. <laughs> you can win a million dollars. Just kidding. You can't. <laughs> I mean, you can't, but not from us. <laughs> all right. Without further ado, costume theater. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our latest episode of Costume Theater. We haven't done it in a while, and we're really stoked that we have Jay Bushman for this edition of Costume Theater. It's usually just the two of us running our mouths. And uh, (laughs) this time, we got a little exciting. We're like, what's an exciting thing to do with three people? Trivia! Uh Uh, Yeah, so Yolanda and I each... The task was, let's just make a Pride and Prejudice adaptation quiz. And we both interpreted those sort of differently. Yes. So we each created some questions. And uh, basically, whoever created the quiz, we will read the question, present it to Yolanda and Jay. Whoever answers the most questions correctly receives eternal glory. We've also got a plate of donuts here, one of which is a chocolate donut. So I think the winner should get the chocolate donut. If they um, so choose. <laughs> if, yes, he or she so chooses to take that donut. If not, eternal glory will suffice. Let's dive right in, Yolanda. Why don't you ask, why don't you present me and Jay, bitter rivals, wow. <laughs> pitted against each other against the this table? easier questions okay. rather no than pressure. your SAT level <laughs> questions. I don't even think they're that hard. But anyway, okay. it's just stuff no one knows. <laughs> this first one is, is, I think, pretty easy, so we're going to ease into it. And an- I guess answer, I don't know, we're not going to do like buzz in or anything, so we'll just agree upon answers. I don't we'll know. We'll just be civil about this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what formal event is the turning point in Elizabeth Bennet and Darcy's romance? A, Mansfield Ball, B, Netherfield Ball, C, Longbourn Ball, or D, Gardner Ball? You know, actually, I feel like this is a little tricky because I don't know the yeah. names of the balls. Oh, okay. This is very good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, it's... And, you know, let me, let me caveat, like, I... I used to know a lot of this stuff a lot better. <laughs> it used to be all front of mind. It's it's I haven't really delved into this in a while, but I, I guess it also I guess it also depends on what you mean by turning point. That was a quiz I found on the internet. Because yeah. <laughs> the turning point for Darcy is certainly Wait, it would be when it? he asked her to dance, right? Like yeah. they're at the ball with Colin. I'm needing an answer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, excuse us while we work through the problem. You have See, presented a sufficiently difficult question. I know, I know Kay Rora would know this instantly. Yes. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I feel like the Netherfield balls where everyone made a fool of themselves, right? It wasn't yeah. then. So I'm going to say Gardner. That's wrong. <gasps> was it Netherfield? It was. Ah, mm. I thought that was the ball. That's where... a turning point. That's a turning. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to chalk this up to it was a convoluted question. Okay. <laughs> 
blame whoever wrote that yeah. quiz. Then. Yeah. No, go on, but just okay. kidding. All right, this one I feel like should be pretty easy. What year was Pride and Prejudice published? Sure, that's easy. <laughs> oh, this is important, though. Yeah. It's, it's, See, oh, it's important. Everyone should know. It's 18... Is it 1813? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Very right. correct. So here's actually the thing that I... One of the most interesting things, or one of the things that's kind of a key for me anyway in, in reading Pride and Prejudice is... And for me, when I'm doing adaptations, there's always one factoid one specific thing that unlocks everything else. And hmm. year of publication was the thing for Pride and Prejudice because it's published in 1813, but her first draft was 1789. Right. In 1789, the question of can the people at the top end of the of the gentry and the people at the bottom end of the gentry figure out a way to work and live together hmm. while the aristocracy is going crazy, that's a question of national security. Like they're looking across the river, across the wow. channel, as that very same question is destroying France. So uh, I remember, uh, I, I think I mentioned before, I do a lot of, when I work on a thing, I do a lot of uh, reading and a lot of uh, survey of the criticism. And there's one book in particular, I think it was called um, Jane Austen, Women, Politics, and the Novel by Claudia L. Johnson. That was the, the, the place that laid that out for me. And I was like, oh, that's what's happening in this story. <laughs> Yeah. And since one of the easy ways of, of saying, oh, Pride and Prejudice is just, you know, romance and relationship and who cares, it's like, actually, this is about the fate of the nation Whoa. and whether or not these people can can live together. Wow. Um, and that was a window in for me to, to sort of find all these other stuff in the show. So very important, the year of publication. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yolanda, it was a very important question. <laughs> Shout out to Claudia Johnson. Yeah. I want to read that book. It's really good. Cool. So now my questions get not so <laughs> on topic, I guess. But uh, my next question is, at the beginning of the film adaptation starring Keira Knightley, Elizabeth is shown reading a novel. What is the title of the novel? Is it A, Sense and Sensibility, B, Much Ado About Nothing, C, First Impressions, or D, A, Midnight Summer, a Midsummer's Night Dream? I do not remember at all. So I actually Take know this. It's first impressions. That's correct. Because well, I know this because I like this one. I love a movie. I know Hank has mm -hmm. no respect for this movie. I don't care. I love it. Um, I you it's know not my favorite. I like it. It's no, fine. It's, it's fine. But I mean, to go back to the thing we were saying before about the thing that I didn't like about it is the conflation of uh, the class stuff that mm. you know that that the Bennets are portrayed as. Not poor, but the the point that Lizzie and Darcy are technically of the same class is hugely important. And as Americans, we don't have the same kind of class sensitivities that they have in Britain. So we always assume like, oh, like the higher you go, the more noble you are. But in the book, Austin is taking pot shots at the aristocracy. And, and the prince and the prince's retinue are sort of the equivalent of the Kardashians mm -hmm. that they're looked down upon as being vulgar. Oh, and wow. Lydia is specifically identified with them. And so kind of stripping all that out to be like, oh, Darcy's rich. She's poor. I, you lose all of this sort of, hmm. uh, all of those aspects. And I just, I, it's the pigs running through the house. Like that, that, you know, uh, okay. I know a lot of people had problems with that. I had problems with it too. I love Kira. Kira's wonderful. It's yeah. beautiful. She was nominated um, for an Oscar. There's a lot of really good stuff about it, but that, that always just kind of rankled. Yeah. Mm. 
Well, I know she's reading first impressions because it was on an IMDb trivia. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm pulling the yep. Yep. Nice. Yep, yep. All right, well, my so, next question is also movie related. What year was the first Pride and Prejudice film adaptation made? And bonus, if you can name the two stars. It's the oh. 30s, isn't it? I think it's sometime in the 20s or 30s. I want to say Leslie Howard is Darcy, but I don't know. 1940. <laughs> yes! Oh, okay! You're right! It was 1940 with Greer Garson and Lawrence Olivier. Oh, the Olivier is the Yes. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed oh. the actors. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But Leslie Howard, I think, also would have been a good Darcy. Mm. I'm sure he was a frontrunner. All right. Another movie kind of related question that's pulled off of IMDb trivia. But uh, Rosamund, Rosamund Pike, who starred as Jane, turned down a different movie role in favor of playing Jane in Pride and Prejudice. Ooh. What movie did she turn down? I don't know, but Rosamund Pike is awesome. Yeah. I love her. She's the Gone Girl. She's so amazing in Gone Girl. The yeah. choices are A, V for Vendetta, B, Chronicles of Narnia, C, Match Point, or D, Harry Potter. Hmm. I mean, like... She was great in Pride and Prejudice, but I think she'd be a fool for turning down Harry Potter. Oh, God. Was it Harry Potter? <laughs> what's, um, what's your final answer? Hmm. I'm going to say Narnia. I also want to say Narnia. That is incorrect. Oh, <gasps> was it Harry Potter? She turned down the role of Rita Skeeter in Harry oh. Potter. What? <laughs> Good choice. She wanted to be Jane. Good choice. <laughs> yeah, she's a pretty despicable character. All right, I get it. I get it, I get it, I get it. Um, okay, well, this one is sort of my easy one, uh, and we all know it, I think. What was the original draft of Pride and Prejudice called when it was an epistolary novel? I believe that was First Impressions <gasps> that we just <gasps> mentioned. Good. <laughs> we deliberately kept each other in the dark about what these questions were, so <laughs> there's some overlap. Okay, so again, another adaptation. <laughs> So, in 1995, the beloved PBS show Wishbone aired an episode based on Pride and Prejudice. What was the title of the episode? And there's only three choices here, because I couldn't come up with the fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's either A, First Impressions, B, Paw and Prejudice, or C, Universally Acknowledged Treats. <sighs> Those are all adorable. <laughs> But only one is correct. I have no idea. I like, regardless of whether or not it's true, I like first impressions. That's the correct one. Yay! <laughs> That's the cutest. Nice. Um, mine, I think this is also a pretty easy question. Who is Mr. Darcy's intended since his infancy? Be Caroline Bingley? She wishes. Everyone's shaking their head no. She <laughs> wishes she was his intended since infancy. It's Anakin's. Yes, yes. but her name in the book is Anne de Berg. Anne de Berg. Ah. Yes. 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 Mostly that was a callback to, does anyone remember Catherine's daughter's name? Oh, okay. Got yes, it. nobody puts yeah. Anakin's in a corner. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. My final question is uh, based off the BBC miniseries adaptation. Uh, Crispin Bottom Carter, who played Mr. Bingley, in the BBC miniseries, originally auditioned for what role? Is it A, William Collins, B, Fitzwilliam Darcy, or C, George Wickham? This is the guy who played Bingley. Bingley. Like, which one did he originally was... audition for? I've seen his picture. He's like an English teacher, IRL. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like he's like still in England, but he's like a mm. teacher. He's like no longer an actor. I want to say Collins. I'm going to say Wickham. Collins, Wickham. Wickham is correct! Oh, I totally knew that. It was a complete <laughs> guess. 
Just like much of Lizzie Ben. That was the plan the yes, whole time. Yes, it was the plan the entire time. <laughs> All right, my final question is, how long did it take Jane Austen to write Pride and Prejudice? Long time. <laughs> well, first draft was 1789, didn't get published till 1813, but I don't think she was working on it the entire time. So, I don't know. Seven years. <laughs> I have it at, the source I found was 15 years. Wow. So. Wow. All of the adaptation is an accumulation of 15 years being poured into source material. So anyone out there who's like still chipping away at their novel, keep going. Be encouraged. Keep going. Keep keep it up. (laughs) All right. Well, that wraps it up for our impromptu game show. (laughs) We're all winners. And we all get donuts. Donuts. Everybody deserves donuts. (laughs) Yes. That's, we need to make a new mug that says that. Yeah. (laughs) And they can dip the donuts in that mug. (laughs) There you go. That wraps it up for this episode. Check out our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Pemberley. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Pemberley. And if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. And to support the podcast, donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thepemberley or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com, where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye! Bye.